Welcome to The Talk, the podcast that provides you with what you need to succeed in the real estate world. Brought to you by the Collin County Association of Realtors. Get ready to tackle top real estate topics in bite-sized amounts with CCAR President Ron Leach and Jonna Fernandez, CCAR Chief Operating Officer. Hi, Ron. Hey, Jonna. Welcome to the top. It's great to be here today. It sure is. Today, we're going to be talking about a part of the real estate industry that was stretched in very unique ways during the pandemic, and that's the property management industry. 2020 was certainly a year like no other for property managers, and I'm interested to hear how things have been involved. Me too, Ron, and we have the perfect guest to fill us in. Krishna Opadia has over 15 years of real estate experience in the Dallas area, and she's a member of our Collin County Association of Realtors Property Management Committee, and she owns Property Management Incorporated, or PMI. Hi, Krishna. Hi, good morning, Ron. Hey, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So, Krishna, let's start from the beginning. So, last year, back in March, April 2020, what was the biggest crisis property managers were facing at that time? You know, when I was thinking about this question, a couple of things came to mind. Of course, the biggest thing was rent collection. This is when there was just so much confusion. You know, things were starting to shut down, restaurants, hotels, a lot of industries were shutting down. And, of course, a lot of our tenants were employed at this at these places and um, being laid off or furloughed would affect their ability to make the rent payments. So I think a lot of property managers were just not sure what to do. And, you know, CDC hadn't even set out any guidelines at that point. So we were just uh, really confused and worried about when, if we were going to get paid too, because our rent, uh, the rent kind of pays for our property management fees. Krishna, how, how did property managers stay up to date with the federal, the state, and the local regulations? Yeah, so, I, you know, the, the biggest thing was to stay connected, you know, stay engaged stay with your local board, CCAR. There's also National Association of Residential Property Managers. You know, the CDC was putting out guidelines. I think, you know, like I said, the biggest thing was just to stay informed, a lot of other property managers kind of communicated back and forth. I know I had a few phone calls from some of my colleagues, like, you know, how are you handling this? What are you doing with this? And I also called a few property managers and inquired what, the, you know, what they were doing. So it's important to stay connected amongst other property managers and, and learn from each other. Did you find that uh, in talking to other property managers, whether you manage five homes or 500 homes, was there any sort of difference in the way that you approached? No, no. Because okay. it was the same issues, right? Um, how do we handle maintenance or, um, you know, what kind of leeway are we giving on rent? How are we handling late fees? You know, so it was the same issue. Either it was for one property or for a, a thousand properties. We all kind of had the same concerns. Okay. What percentage of the tenants were laid on rent in the first six months of the pandemic, and what percentage of tenants are laid on rent today? Initially, um, there, there was a survey that was put out, and you know, um, I mentioned the National Association of Residential Property Managers. That's the only organization that I knew of at the time that was putting out a survey and asking property managers about you know collecting data on rent collection either being late or being on a payment plan. And I believe at the time last year, the beginning of the pandemic, 
I believe there was about at least 20 to 25 percent of tenants that were either late or not able to make any rent at all. And today, of course, that number has come down significantly. It's anywhere from 5 to 10 percent. And of course, each state is a little bit different because certain states were really affected by the pandemic. Texas was uh, a little bit more less conservative in their approach than, like, you know, New York or California. So it just kind of varied a little bit uh, across the states. Okay. And I know, you know, in Collin County, where we're located here, we had something called the Collin County CARES Act that helped provide, um, amongst other things, rent and utility assistance. And there are, you know, of course, other programs that have been out there across the country, too. So in your experience, did tenants utilize these rent assistance programs? Yes, they did. I'm involved in our property management committee at CCAR. And we talked heavily about this. And if I remember correctly, majority of the funds were dispersed to the tenants. I mean, it was a great program. And I know Collin County worked hard to get the money to the right people when they needed it. How did the uh, eviction moratorium affect your ability to manage a property for your owners? It was kind of difficult because we didn't want to evict I mean, of course, CDC say we couldn't evict anybody because of non-payment of rent, especially if they were affected by COVID. So to be proactive on this, what we did internally was we really stayed in touch with our tenants. We wanted, you know, we didn't want to be shocked, you know, to put our owners in a, in a situation at a, you know, last minute. So what we started was just calling all our tenants, checking in on them, checking in on their health, checking in on their job situation, you know, if there's stability, if there's anything that's coming down from their employers about, um, you know, the furloughs or layoffs or, or, you know, just being terminated. So we, that's how we handle it initially. And, and I think a lot of other property managers did the same thing is that they stayed in touch with their residents really closely to avoid to getting to that point where we could, wouldn't be able to evict. It's better to kind of know ahead of time so you can plan if it was one of those things. Well, and from what I'm hearing you say is communication uh, was the key to, uh, you know, making sure that the tenants and the managers, property managers, knew exactly what the next steps were going to be, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there were so many resources available at that time. You know, Collin County Cares, Dallas County had something. I mean, every county or every region had something available for the tenants. So we wanted to make sure that we were able to give them those resources. Absolutely. Um, You know, just like you said, communication. I mean, the money was there, but sometimes, you know, some people just are not aware of it. You know, lack of information or just whatever it could be. So that was one of our things is just, hey, if you need help with your utilities, you need help with food, here's where you can go apply here and so that's kind of how we, you know, dispersed information out there. Well, I know from a Collin County Association of Realtors, not, you know, there were many, several committees that we have, you know, uh, outreach community, you know, we're, we're helping get the uh, communication out to uh, those people that needed it the most. And, you know, whether it was food or rent assistant, uh, you know, we, we always try to be there for the, uh, the local community. So, but let me ask you this, yeah. have, have you resumed evictions now? So luckily, I have not had to evict anybody, but I know a lot of my colleagues have resumed evictions, and they have been successful. 
because um, sometimes it, you know it's not always non-payment of rent. It's it could be something else. Right. So and you know I think also the CDC requires that you fill out a form that certifies that you have been uh, affected by COVID or you have been affected by, you know, furlough or something. So if they can't prove that, then you you can evict. But, you know, luckily I have not had to kind of go down that route yet, but I know some people have have been successful. So one thing that I've kind of wondered about is how did you handle maintenance calls? You know, especially when we were really in the depths of the pandemic, how did you manage getting repairs done when we were all, you know, told to socially distance and kind of be in our bubbles? How did you make Mm -hmm. that happen? Yes. So that was kind of also something new. Um, We had to kind of find a way to handle that. So for the first maybe a couple of weeks, what we did was just only take care of emergency calls, especially when we were trying to figure out what was going on. So emergency was like, you know, plumbing or HVAC. Um, those those were the emergency things. So that's not how we handled that. It's just to kind of limit it. And then eventually if things opened up, you know, we had to check with our tenants if they were comfortable with, with it. And we had to educate our contractors and handyman Hey, you have to wear a mask. You have to, you know, wear booties. You know, try to be mindful of who's in the house, and you know, if there's a senior, kind of, you know, don't go close to them. So we kind of educate them, and we also checked in with our residents to make sure that they were comfortable. Some residents would step outside of the house while the work was being done. So we just, you know, we did whatever they felt comfortable with. Some were like, oh, just come in and do what you need to do. And some were a little bit more cautious. So we just worked around it. So with the loosening of uh, some of the restrictions now, do you foresee the next year going uh, going pretty well for property managers? Will it get back to normal? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's new, right? All Everything is new to us. And I think we're going to all these things that we have put implemented I think we're going to continue some of them. I think people like it when, you know, you wear booties in their house. I think people like it when you're mindful of the sanitizing and hiking. Now, I think everybody appreciates that. So I think that's just a new way of doing business. So I think, you know, one of the things that we, we learned through this is that we need, things are changing, not with the times. This was like set us back a little bit, but something new could arise, you know, next year or in a few months or whatever. So we always need to be, on top of our game, really stay connected, really communicate well. And I think some of those things were slacking before because things are running so well, right? And now we're kind of like on high alert and making sure that um, we're doing our job well. Our owners are paying us for something and we need to make sure that we're at the top, performing at the top level. So, you know, I think that the the word normal is just redefined and, you know, like with the sales, in the sales situation, the realtors at two sales, God bless them because it, it hats off to them. It's crazy. So some of that, you know, what's going on in the sales transaction world is helping us because there's a lot of people who can't find a home. And so they're like, you know, thinking that maybe renting would be a better option. So our rental properties stay on the market for, I mean, minutes, really, because highly in demand and I think it's just something that we all have to adjust to and you know evolve 
this will also kind of weed out some property managers that may not be serious about this game or may not be, you know, in the long term for it. You know, and I think that happens in every industry. So that may be something that we'll see. And then, you know, I'm part of the, uh, like, again, like I said, I'm part of the property management committee at CCAR. And there's a lot of experienced property managers there. And at our last, last committee meeting, we talked about, um, you know, some of the things that they have seen being 20, 30 years in this industry. And they've seen a lot of changes and they've had to evolve and adjust their business accordingly. And, and I think it's the same thing we're having to do again. It's just, you know, those challenges will come out and some are cut out for challenges and some are not. <laughs> That's a great observation. Very true. So, Krishna, before we let you go, is there anything else you'd like our listeners to know? So, you know, I'm wondering who the listeners are. So I'm thinking that most likely there'll be realtors and maybe some property managers. I would speak out to the property managers that are listening. If you are a property manager, I would say reach out to our committee, especially if you're a CCR, you know, reach out to the property management committee and we meet on the second Tuesday every month at 10 a.m. Right now, it's, you know, virtual. So it's a, it's a great opportunity to connect and learn from others, see how we experience things and how you can treat your business. So um, that's a, you know, that would be the first thing that I say. And then if it's the realtors who are not really interested in property management, I think you should still um, kind of learn about the property management industry because you never know. You never know. This does impact your real estate sales transactions. So that's, you know, that's something that I would want to say to all the listeners out there. Well, Krishna, that's what I love to hear is that you plug in one of our committees here at uh, CCAR. That's uh, it's a great committee, lots of good information, uh, not only for property managers, but for uh, realtors as well. So, But we really do appreciate the time uh, that you're taking to speak with us today. Thank you so much. It was fun. I am glad you are focusing on property managers. Absolutely. Thanks, Krishna. We hope you have a great rest of your day. For those listening, thanks for hanging out with us again. And don't forget to subscribe to Welcome to the Top wherever you get your podcasts. And also, please be sure to leave us a review to let us know how we're doing. If you have a question or topic you want us to discuss, we want to hear it. Email us at ask at welcometothetop.com. Then listen to hear us cover it. We can't wait to hear from you. Thanks for listening. And be sure to ask why I vote act, and invest. Special thanks to our host, Jonna Fernandez and Ron Leach. Producer, Bree Westbury. Audio engineer, Garrett Holton. Outreach and guest relations manager, Kendall Crawford. And podcast administrator, Sean Offsall. Tune in next time and don't forget to enjoy your journey to the top. The statements by speakers in this podcast do not necessarily represent the views or position of the Collin County Association of Realtors, its leadership, or its members. This podcast is not intended to give legal, financial, medical, or other advice, but simply to provide information as a springboard to further discussion and investigation.